Rooted podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle. And hey, man, we're just pumped to jump yeah. into today's um, topic. Um, really, just want to talk about, we're jumping in right away, the urgency of the hour that we live in. Hmm. We're actually going to spend the next three podcasts um, today and then the next couple yeah. of weeks really hitting this urgency of the hour that we live in. Yeah. Um, if you don't realize it, things are urgent and we're living in that hour and yeah. we need to know how to respond. What do we do with what's happening? Yeah. How do we respond? How do we act? Yeah. That's what we're at. And you came home, we were talking last night and you said, man, I just feel so urgent. And I feel the same way. And I don't think it's an urgency that comes from me being tired or watching too much news or anything like that. But I think it's something that God is birthing into his people. God is birthing into the church because now's not the time to be lulled to sleep because in fact it is urgent. This is not normal. This is not normal. It's not. Let me repeat. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is not normal. What is yeah. happening in the world is not normal. And I, I think that's a really good point. I'm not talking about being anxious about the Delta variant <laughs> or the, the vaccine or yeah. the mass or the fighting or that's a different emotion. Yeah. I'm actually really not even talking about an emotion. I, I hope right. that like. Yes. Uh. I don't really even know how to describe it, but I'll try that, that like when you know God is doing something in you, it's like mm. a fire in your belly. Oh, yeah. I, I I don't even know how else to describe it. There are times, you know, somebody will say, how do you know God's speaking to you? Well, I mean, there's a lot of different ways, you know, through his word or somebody's confirming something that I've already sensed in my spirit. Yeah. But one way I know God is speaking to me is that there's just this fire in mm. my gut and it doesn't go away when I sleep or it doesn't go away when I just think, yeah. oh, maybe I'm hungry or, or sleepy. No, this is something that God is doing. And I feel that he's not just doing it with me yeah. and you. I feel like he's doing it with you. I feel like exactly. he's calling the body of Christ to an urgency Yes. to to focus and to see what's happening. And so we're going to kind of hit this. But really, one of them is today, the main point that we want to share, what we feel God is speaking is, it's time to sound the alarm. Yes. It's time sound, yes. to get loud. <laughs> it's time to to really, I don't know, just see what's happening, but do something about it. Yeah. And that's in a sound of the alarm. The sound of the alarm doesn't just say, oh, this is bad, and then walk away. Right. No, this is a time to, to act. And as I think about this, I'm drawing to a portion of Scripture yes. that I want to read just a, just a short portion yes. of Scripture. And it speaks to this very thing. It's found in Ezekiel chapter 3. If you are you know, at your Bibles, I want to encourage you to kind of sometime go and look at that. But this is what it says, starting in verse 17 of Ezekiel chapter 3. Son of man... I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. This is big. This is big. When I say to a wicked person, you will surely die and you do not warn them or speak out to dissuade them from their evil ways in order to save their life, that wicked person will die for their sin And I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you do warn the wicked person and they do not turn from their wickedness or from their evil ways, they will die for their sin. But you will have Mm -hmm. saved yourself. (laughs) 
This is a huge deal. God has made us watchmen on the wall. And the first thing we want to mention about this is being a watchman is not about observing. It's not about looking at people and comparing yourself. How bad is this person? It's not about look and say, oh, that's just bad. And let's talk about how bad it is. Bad, bad, bad. It's, yeah, right. it's active. Being a watchman on the wall is an active occupation that God has called us to do. And we have been called not to just sit and watch, yes. but to be active, sound to the sound the alarm. Yeah. I, I, the scripture here says, hear and give warning. Hmm. Which means we got to hear. <laughs> I know. It's a two part. And, yeah. And I think, you know, observing is, yes, hear, see, hear from the Lord, observe what's happening. I, I think all believers in this hour should be aware of what's happening in the yes, world. Yes. We should be aware of everything that's unfolding. I mean, it, that's important, but that's not where it stops. We need to be aware. We need to hear from the Lord. And then we need to give warning, that's which good. is sounding the alarm. It's yeah. an active act. <laughs> it's an act, yeah. An active act. It is literally, it's a an action word. It's give warning. Um, you made this, this point, and I'm going to steal it here. Go for it. It's all good. No, but where we are located in our home, we're able, it's like literally in our backyard, uh, yeah. uh, the tornado warning, the siren. And it goes off every Friday as like a test. And we know Friday at noon, it's going off. It's, yeah. But then there are times when it goes off for a tornado or if it just looks like it's going to thunder. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's maybe not yeah. a good example for what we're talking about here, but it, it, we can hear it. Yeah. It is loud. It will wake us from a slumber. We're so close to it that we can yeah. hear it. It's that giving warning. That is what what I believe God is saying to the body of Christ right now. Give warning. Yeah. That's our job. We need to wake people from their slumber. Yes. We cannot slumber through this season. And I'm not even... I am talking about people who do not know Christ yet. I mean, of course, we need to give them warning. There is there is one way to heaven, and his name is Jesus. And there's one way to abundant life, and his name is Jesus. I mean, we need to give yeah. that warning. But I'm talking to the body of Christ. Yes, yes. We need to give warning. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah, that's so true. I, that was really loud. I'm sorry. But <laughs> it's true. We need to wake up. I kind of feel like we're we're really um, th there. Are maybe some in the body of Christ who are just kind of lulled and say, you know, what? this is it, it, we'll get out of this. We'll we'll come out of this. We are we we are in a moment in history that I believe we're seeing biblical prophecy unfold. We yes. are seeing revelation unfold. This is not normal, and people need to know very clearly. The body of Christ. What we as the body of Christ. What we think on things. We've talked, you know, in other parts of this podcast about different heresies. Go back a couple of episodes, and you'll things see some things, yes. That are spreading through the body of Christ. Hey, I expect that in the culture, but that has no place in the body of Christ. And if we're not speaking out against those things, we're not giving warning. Yes. And, and there are some who say, yeah, but if we give warning, if we do that, that might hurt our evangelistic attempts. Here's the thing. The apostles in Jesus, they sounded the alarm. They gave warning, but they also understood that someone's response is is not necessarily their responsibility. They were responsible for, the for giving warning for the message. Yes. And so uh, there may be there will be many people who respond favorably. There will be many people who do not respond favorably. 
but we are responsible for sounding the alarm. Yeah, I mean, the scripture you just read says, if, if you give warning, if I tell you, if God tells you to give warning, Ezekiel, and you give warning, and they don't respond, yeah, the blood's not on your hand. But if you don't give the warning, and I've told you to, then yeah. you're responsible. Yeah. And I think, wow, I, I mean, one of the, the scriptures that comes to my mind just as we're talking is Jesus and the rich young ruler. Hmm. Jesus didn't say, oh, you're good. You're good. Don't worry yeah. about it. Just come along. No, he, he, he said, here's some things and, and here's some things you lack. Yes. That's, that's good. a tough message. Yeah. <laughs> if you is. think, oh, that's not that tough. Try doing it. Try and yeah. telling somebody what they lack. Hmm. Here's what you lack. And the rich young ruler walked away sad. Hmm. And I think about that. Was that Jesus' fault? Wow. That's a good point. It wasn't Jesus' fault. Jesus did what his father had told him to do. Yeah. I mean, come on. Jesus was perfect. He did exactly. He only did what his father told him to do. And in that moment, we know that that was the father's will. Yeah. That Jesus would speak those words. The response is not our responsibility. We cannot control people's responses. Yep. We can control what we will say. Yep. We yeah. will control what, how, and, and, and we'll be held responsible for what we say or do not say, for how we say yeah. it and, how we, and, and what we're afraid to say. But we need to give warning. Yeah. We need to be active. This is the time to open your mouth. This is not the time to be silent. Yes. We will be held accountable for yes, being will. silent. Yeah. And that will not be pretty. And so I'm imploring, I'm begging oh the church of Jesus Christ to get into this word yes. and proclaim it. Yes. Don't spout off news talking points. Get yeah. in the word. Let that be what rolls off your tongue. Yeah. And I think we need to keep in mind that we have a two-pronged commission. And yes. that is, we got to go into all the world and preach the message of Jesus Christ. Evangelism, we have to do that. We have to win people to Christ. But we also have the commission, the mission to disciple. And so I think I because hear people... It, right there it says, and baptize them and, in the name of the Father, the Lord, uh, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptize them and teaching them to obey. Teaching them to obey everything that I've told you. So I'll hear people say, well, we, if we do that... We can't do that because that's not going to win people to Christ. We can't teach that or talk out against this. It's not only about winning people to Christ. It's about teaching people who have come to Christ how to have a deep what faith. What this word says. Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, if we win people to Christ but don't disciple them, what we're doing is we're giving birth to babies and we're leaving them on the delivery table only to be only to be taken away by our enemy. Yeah, and just say, you know what? You fend for yourself. What? I'm a mama. Oh my. <laughs> Let me just tell you, there's no time where your kids need more of that hands-on care than when they're little infants. They can't do anything for themselves. Yes. They need instruction. Now, as they get older, they still need a whole lot of instruction. Yep. But there's some things that change. I mean, you're not having to feed them every bite. You're not having to wipe their bottoms all the time. You Thank know, the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? No, but it's serious. Yeah. Our job is to 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 evangelize, but we can't abort yep. on that table. Yep. We've got to <laughs> teach them how to obey. Exactly. Teach them what this word says with how we live and opening our mouth. Yeah. 
that, that's good. We were we were at a conference, um, yes, and recently. we were we were sitting with someone uh, has a lot of influence, and it was just at the time it was just us four, two couples, and yeah. um, he he said this, and it just it just jumped out to us. He said, you know, it's like Rome is burning. And everyone is walking around like nothing is, is happening. Everything, Everybody's walking around like everything's okay. And I thought about that. And I said, wow, oh, our, I resonated in my our world so is on fire. And there are some believers who are saying, you know, hey, it'll, it'll pass. Or maybe with the next, you know, election or maybe with the passing of the coronavirus. Or, I mean, you name, you name the topics people are talking about. And you know what? This isn't about the coronavirus. This isn't about politics. This is about the war that's going on in the heavenlies between mm-hmm. the powers of heaven <laughs> and the powers of darkness. That's that's the the, the war that's happening. And if yes. a, as followers of Christ, we would be sorely um, misunderstood if we think we're fighting this battle of politics or whatever. I tell you what, there's a battle going on, and we better understand and it's for the souls of man. What side I mean, we're yes. on? Exactly. Yes, it, my goodness, and I, I, I resonated. We don't, let's not pretend like everything is normal. It's like, yeah, I want to. It's, it's literally like you know, oh, like you maybe you're giving like a news conference or something, and you're like behind you, like all this. Cra- Everything's great. Every- <laughs> Everybody knows it's not great. Yeah, like we can see what's happening behind us. Yeah, that's the time that we're living in. I believe that this is the day when people really want the real truth. Exactly. This, more no, than exactly ever. Right. More than ever. I, I believe this is the time where we're going to see our neighbors won. I mean, I'm, we're having yes. people coming up to us saying, I'm, I'm scared. Yes. What do I do? Yeah. Oh, hey. It's like evangelism, evangelism has never been easier. Because yes. people are hungry. They're hungry. Yeah. Let's give them the truth and not a watered down version of artificial harmony of, ooh, everything's fine. Everything's not fine. But we have to make that decision. <laughs> do we want true unity birth in the person of Jesus Christ? Or do we want artificial harmony where everyone's saying, yeah, holding hands, pretending it's okay when it's really not? Because that yes. is the, probably the most dangerous uh, kind of breeding ground is when the enemy has us thinking, hey, we're fine. We're agreeing face to face when there are deep divisions that we're not coming, we're not really settling. God wants unity because it's there where God's going to bestow his, his presence. Blessings. Psalm yes. 133 yeah, says. And so, hey, let's not settle for this artificial harmony, kumbaya. Let's go deeper and let's strive to live in unity with one another. God is coming. Jesus is coming back for a pure and spotless bride, unified bride. We're not perfect. You said it on Sunday. I did. When I walk into the room, hey, it ceases. That that gathering ceases to become perfect. But we have been given the mandate to sound the alarm. Yes. It's not about observing. It's an active thing. It's about giving warning. And it's we have to know we're accountable for not warning people. So to me... Uh, it's too big of a price to say, you know, I'm not going to speak out against that. That's too. I don't, I don't want to pay that price because I don't want someone's blood to be on my hands yes. when I could have sounded the warning and I just didn't do it because it might be a little uncomfortable. So maybe as you can tell, yes, we're a little bit passionate about this <laughs> yes. because this is, I, I really feel this is what God is speaking to the body yep. of Christ in this hour. So uh, please share your comments. 
um, rate and review, give us an email, let us know, send a text if you have our number. I'm not going to put it on here, but you the know, bottom of the screen, yeah, it's no, stop. But you can go to our website. There's a contact form there. We want to hear from you. What, what do you feel like God's saying? Is this resonating in your spirit? Yes. And join us in the next couple of weeks as we dig deeper into this, the urgency of the hour yeah. and talking about that. So we will see you next time on the Deep Rooted Podcast. We'll see you then. Oh,